Sharon. And I'm Robert Pattinson. She wishes. <laughs> Alright, so okay, welcome to the third episode of this crazy, crazy screwed up show. And this week we have got lots of things on the table, under the table, over the table. Yeah, what are we talking about this week, Sharon? We're going to talk a little bit about what's going to happen in San Diego, which is the Comic Con Festival. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of music videos, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird and kind of off. Mm-hmm. And Gordon Ramsay. Oh my god. <laughs> we are going to mention Gordon Ramsay, but we're going to keep that later, okay? And of course, to start things off, we're going to talk about some of the pet peeves that we have about experiencing summer. We're always uh, summer here. There's no such thing as four seasons here in Asia, especially in Singapore. So yeah, yeah. completely summer all the time. All the time. And the reason why we're talking about summer is because it is summer uh, for some of our friends up in the Northern Hemisphere. They're enjoying their summer premiere movies. They're enjoying Comic Con, music festivals. And a lot I hate of things them. Just went down the latest, the Glastonbury Music Festival. I hate them. Like, I, you hate. Okay, I you hate, hate all of them because they have all these festivals <laughs> that are happening over there, and I'm stuck here exactly. looking at traffic. Like, what the fuck? It's not fair, is it? I mean, here it's we not. are in Singapore. We have summer, 24 hours a day, 12 months a year, 365 days, and nothing's happening. Yep, nothing's happening. Exactly. It's like we don't have such things like Glastonbury. We don't no. have such things like Comic Con. No. We have. Something like a film festival, which is kind of a sad version of a, of a movie screening. And that's pretty much it, really. It's sad. It's I really have a festival, sad. though. I have a festival. It's called the Shade Festival. So oh, yeah. what I do is just, you know, gather around some people, really bored people in the city. And then we just go under a big, huge ass rainforest tree and we just stand there <laughs> and enjoy the shade. Yes, in our N95 masks. <laughs> If people have no idea what the N95 mask is, well, we had this little (laughs) bout of haze, which pretty much is a smog that clouded the whole entire freaking island. Indonesia! It killed Indonesia. It pretty much decimated half of the population of Singapore. Well, not really, but almost. And uh, we were walking around in smoke. So for smokers, it's... It was party time. Excellent. Getting down. Yeah, they're all just getting high on the fucking smog. But for the rest of us, we are pretty much suffocating. I died, actually, you know. I was like... I was up in KL doing a, a shoot and then... You died. Yeah, I saw God and then, yeah, somehow or other, somebody put an N95 mask on me and then, woohoo, it was back in action. Is that that a good thing or a bad thing, Persis? I don't know. It just shows how powerful the N95 mask is, (laughs) isn't it? It can bring the bad, the dead. It can bring the dead back alive. (laughs) You should include that in Walking Dead. (laughs) A zombie with an N95 mask. I think think Robert Kirkman, the executive producer of the show, as well as the comic book creator, needs to think about (laughs) bringing in a character like that. they're wearing so a, cool we call yeah. the haze edition all those zombies walking around with n95 masks and suddenly they just turn back <laughs> to human awesome 
And speaking of summer, I hate the people who stay in San Diego. Because so they get Comic Con every year and it's one of the mm-hmm. biggest music, TV, independent film, comic yeah. book exhibition ever, you Why know? Why don't they ever come to Asia? Comic Con should come to Asia. I mean, I we've know. got fans. You've got fans here. <laughs> like, hello, Indians, Chinese. Koreans, Japanese and whatnot just come to Asia. There's a lot of stuff going down this year at Comic Con and mm-hmm. some of the stuff that's been revealed online on the Entertainment Weekly website are the Thursday and Friday schedules. So who's on the panel? I'm happy to say that Game of Thrones is on the panel. Yay! <laughs> They've uh, got Josh Whedon shows, the Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Very excited about that, especially if you are an Avengers fan. You're gonna you love see it. see them drooling right now. Grab yeah. your paper bags. Stop it. <laughs> or your flat the entire up my floor. Joss Whedon. Okay, I'm actually looking forward to that one because I like a lot of Joss Whedon content and shows and whatnot. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. So apparently, one. according to the website, it says no Comic Con attendee can afford to miss this historic panel. Okay. okay. So does that mean that Thor is going to make a surprise entry with his, uh, you know, hammer? hammer? I don't know. Maybe he might just come in with Loki and start a fight there. Who knows? But if Tom Hiddleston is there, I'm going to go like. Ah! And I still sit down here screaming, I hate you people! The other thing that I'm really excited about, really, okay, and Mm. I'm drooling right now, is that they are actually going to have a celebration of the 20th anniversary of uh, legendary series The X-Files. It's way out there. So you're saying like David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson is going to be there too? They They have not dropped any information. They said that there was going to be a surprise guest or two. I was thinking Uh it's going to be one of the guest aliens on one of the shows. I hope it's it's the main cast. I hope so too. But basically, people like Vince Gilligan, Frank, uh, I forgot his name, Frank something, Chris Carter and all these people are going to be on the panel. So they're just going to do a sort of a retro look back at the series and how big it became and obviously discussing 20 years of the series you know yeah. just being you know successfully syndicated I watched that show since back in the what 90s yeah seriously My god it was a long time ago I, I was know. younger uh, yeah obviously you were <laughs> kind of stupid still <laughs> okay and now you're older yeah, and still stupid unfortunately yeah, things changed things <laughs> changed it's for the age yes so probably I think they're going to talk about their experiences shooting the whole entire series over nine seasons um, mm-hmm. how they brought the production from Canada I think I believe they shot it in Vancouver if I'm not mistaken and then yeah, they brought it down right. to LA I always had a problem with that though because I always felt like the first few seasons of the X-Files right always seemed to be a little bit darker and more mysterious than the last few seasons when they brought the entire production back to the States because I always felt that Vancouver Mm -hmm. had this really cold, dark, weird, mysterious feeling about it which really suited the show so well. Which works, yeah. Yeah, which really worked, right? You know, I mean, there was never uh, an episode where there were sunny skies Mm -hmm. in that show. Everything was grey, dull, way out there. It's kind of mysterious and kind of creepy. I know, I can still watch that show and still freak myself out. 
I, I like the show. I mean, I watch the show, but I'm not a huge fan of mm-hmm. The X-Files. I was actually a huge fan of uh, Twilight Zone and The Outer Limits, which is yeah. along the same genre lines as X-Files as well. So you have that dark, mysterious thing going on. But I'm glad that the panel for X-Files is coming back, So which is kind of cool. We're the creators of that show. Okay, moving on. Yes. Let's go on to music video. You were telling me about the Nine Inch Nails music video. Holy crap, man. That was the biggest disappointing thing for me for the week. For all you David Lynch fans out there who grew up on Twin Peaks, who grew up on macabre films like The Lost Highway, Mulholland Drives. These are like movies that students in film schools watch, you know, babies of film appreciating parents will watch. And I don't understand, um, they've collaborated before on the Lost Highway film. Grant Reznor actually provided the soundtrack for the film. And mm-hmm. I was so surprised that this time when they collaborated, they came up with a pretty shitty music video that's for a current single that Nine Inch Nails is promoting on YouTube called uh, Came Back Haunted. It's worse than an After Effects school project. (laughs) It looks like as though it was an amateur director who did this video. I know, it's like someone (laughs) took a really weird picture and photoshopped it and then put it in After Effects and put all these lightning effects, a strobe light effect and called it a three minute music video. It was, it was really bad. I like the music though, which is, it's a very catchy song but the video was like, whoa. Even if I wasn't suffering from epilepsy, I would be considered an epileptic, a severe epileptic patient after I watched this video. We had one salvaging music video this week by Maya Arul Pragasam, MIA the rapper. So basically, she's come up with a new video called Bring the Noise. Bring the noise. Ode to Public Enemy, which has really potent lyrics talking about the current scandal that's revolving around that uh, NSA former CIA agent's mm-hmm. name, Edward Snowden. Snowden. Yes. A lot of a lot of uh, conspiracy theories going on out there whereby hey he's gonna start airing dirty laundries about the American political mass stuff surveillance. and yeah, mass God knows uh, what else. Program. I mean I tell you if this blows out of the water it's gonna be another version of Watergate. <laughs> I know and I'm, I also heard down the grapevine that football bookies are also taking uh, booking. Huh? Bookies <laughs> for what? No basically because they can't figure out you know people are trying to bet whether he's gonna choose Venezuela or oh Ecuador as his <laughs> as his know, refuge his, yeah as his uh, country of asylum oh my god so the bets are on people so put your Which bets do you in think he will choose yeah Venezuela door number one Ecuador or door number two Venezuela which one TikTok, I don't know TikTok 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 I'm the chicken. Okay, I'm checking my phone now to see whether I have the speed dial number to the Ecuador airport. Yeah, just try and call him and see if uh, Snowden is still there. Uh, actually, I'm not getting any signal. Do they have 4G coverage there? Probably I'm not. not. Sure, anyone? 
It's no. Ecuador, so I don't know. Oh yeah. shit, I'm gonna get back. <laughs> okay, sorry. it's confirmed then. I will take Ecuador for $500, Alex. Awesome. So, you know, good luck to the guy. I mean, really, if he managed to get his asylum in Ecuador or Venezuela or wherever it is, he may have the information and he may have the balls still to expose it. I exactly. mean, and then we'll and see how the Americans react, which would probably not be a very good reaction, I bet. I have another suggestion. In case Ecuador and Venezuela fall through, there's always mm-hmm. the option of going to Damai or Riau in Sumatra where the haze happens every three months. Yeah. Okay. You could hide uh, among the Snowden. Fog. Yep, that's another. You could hide. No problems there. All you need yeah. is an N95 mask. Which we can supply to you. We can no supply problem. to you. Unlimited supply. And just hide in the smog and you'll be fine. You'll be I fine. Know. Talk about a cloud cover up. My favourite chef is in Singapore! Yeah, Gordon Ramsay! Are you talking about Martin Yen? No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Gordon Ramsay, the five Michelin star chef in Singapore. (laughs) What is he here for? Oh, he's here for a food face-off with our hawker stall owners. If people don't know what hawker stalls are, it's kind of like Asian street food. So he's going to do a Mm face-off against our street food chefs. So it's either two things that can happen, right? So basically, it's either the hawker stalls that are facing off with Gordon Ramsay, uh, they're going to close down or it's just going to be Gordon Ramsay having to completely retire, right? Because he's putting his reputation on the line here. He is, but he's Gordon Ramsay. He's never going to retire. As long as he keeps on fucking around. (laughs) And trucking around and cooking around, I think she'd be fine. But I've always wondered about the casting for his other show. Remember the one, uh, Hell's Kitchen? The guys who take part in that challenge the, mm-hmm. the contestants are they mm-hmm. like completely daft or are they supposed to act that way because sometimes you know you would go like duh yeah <laughs> you know the risotto is not supposed to be cooked like that mm-hmm. but yet they go and do it and it's like pushing his buttons Gordon Ramsay's mm-hmm. buttons that's a very good question you know that they are intentionally being daft about it but you know what hey persis yeah. you've got the uh, executive producer of Hell's Kitchen on your phone right why don't you just give them a call and ask them whether <laughs> the whole thing I is everyone on speed dial yeah persons have everyone on speed dial even the Pope I mean just ask the EP if it was yeah. scripted or not but you know what I think it's because of the pressure a lot of the contestants that came in into Hell's Kitchen mm-hmm. they are so used to a certain pace of doing work in their own restaurants I guess and then when they come to a TV show it's every, like double time oh, so they kind of like got a bit too flustered and stuff so they tend to make a lot of mistakes because I would too I mean naturally that's what people would do when you're flustered you tend to make mistakes like stupid mistakes I, yeah I have to totally agree but that's of course because European cooking is very precise very precise Correct. yeah based on watching this little video that he did in Malaysia with an auntie who makes the best rendang. Rendang, by the way, is a Malay dish where it's a really spicy dish that's cooked with beef or chicken. Lots of trans fats, but oh, so good. Chili's in. Yes, just pour everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm counting in my mind so I can <laughs> so I can write the recipe down in my mind. <laughs> mm, bit more, bit more, bit more. Oh, don't be shy, Gordon. Just pour the damn no, thing out. I'm not shy, though. I'm shitting <laughs> myself. <laughs> you make me nervous. Gordon Ramsay actually realised that Asian cooking is its not precise as European, right? It's, yeah. it's very here and there based on taste. Yep, based so, on taste experience, I guess. There's no real recipe here to tell you, that, you know, now you can put like one tablespoon of oil. Now, like, your food turns out all right. If you're not, too bad. Too bad. It, Start it's again. It's on, on experience as well. I mean, if you keep on doing it, 
like mm-hmm. all the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like intrinsically what you need to put in, how exactly. much to science when it comes to Asian food. And it goes through across all Asian foods. The video that we saw of uh, Ramsey, that Malaysian auntie, that is so mm-hmm. adorable because there's some actual tension between the two of them. Oh, oh my God. I think it's just Gordon just trying to flirt with her on the best side uh, because he knew he was going to be dead anyway. You know, yeah. she would eat him up. In a jiffy. He got himself served by any Malaysian Oh, party. he got served. I would be interested to see how you would do Teh Tarik though. Teh Tarik, yeah. I wonder how you would train for it. Like try to actually pee in all in one place or something like that, you know? Oh God. Training for a Teh Tarik competition is not easy, okay? No, if you it's don't not know easy. How, if you're a guy and you don't know how to pee properly into the toilet, you I can think they never, do, you know? ever take part in a Teh Tarik competition. Let me tell you this. <laughs> I think okay? a lot of guys can kind of aim and pee at the same time. But I think this one, this Teh Tarik thing, because you're using both hands to mm. juggle water it's liquid <laughs> and you're pulling hands. it like bloody hell that's that's an art form okay and if if you guys have never seen how actual teitari is being done like actual ones mm. you should go check it out on youtube go search on youtube teitari i've seen some really good ones so. yeah yeah it's really and it's not easy so it'd be fun to see gordon doing that you know what i give a shout out to gordon gordon come over to my house and <laughs> i'll make some teitari for you and you pull it and i'll see how you do Okay, and with that, we've really come to the, to the end of episode 355 of Tomboy Tirad. I'm Robert Pattinson. <laughs> A.K.A. Persis. Signing out. Going back to my date with Elvis Presley's granddaughter. This is Sharon and I'm signing off as well. It will definitely come back in two weeks, so you better be warned, man. I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming just... to your house. She's coming to your house. You all better be careful, man. Yep, we are invading. So, yeah, come back again in two weeks and while you're waiting for us, go check us out at our website www.tomboy-tarts.com that's tomboy-tarts.com and if you're a social media freak or a geek like us you might want to follow us on Facebook Twitter Tumblr Instagram or all your favourite social media networking sites all you have to do is just uh, type in tomboy.tarts or Tomboy Tarts that's T-A-R-T-S we We are are everywhere. everywhere Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Take care and we'll be back in two weeks. Adios, amigos. Ciao.